This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. If you visit Detroit, if you are from Detroit, or if you live in Detroit, you never knew all this culture was alive and thriving here. This is the Detroit is Different Festival. October 24th through October 27th, join us at the inaugural Detroit is Different Festival at the Andy Arts, 3000 Finkel Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, 48238. Visit www.detroitisdifferent.com and get your tickets today. Welcome back. <laughs> it feels like such a long time since we've talked to y'all. Yeah, it's been a, a minute. We've been on, on vacation, kind of. Not really. Yeah. Whatever. What up, though? Anywho. I'm Shreya. I'm Jermaine. What's going on? I'm Ty. <laughs> he, he got comfortable now. He <laughs> ready. He ready now. He's chilling. What's happening? <laughs> All right. So, up first, we have our question of the day. And Jermaine's going to answer it first because I said so. So, Jermaine. <laughs> If you could ask Rihanna a business question, what would it be? If I could ask Rihanna a business question, mm-hmm. I would ask her, how does she stay um, inspired or motivated to start to continue to create things that are new and innovative? I know as an entrepreneur, it can be hard to um, keep that edge, especially when you're in an industry like makeup where there's so many other competitors. Um so, yeah, I would definitely ask how she stays on top of her game. Okay. Ty, what about you? Me, personally, like, I'd probably ask her what goes into her thinking about her next business decision. Like, what kinds of things does she do to kind of isolate herself, to kind of focus on, like, the next task or the next project? Like, because that's big. Like, yeah. Especially, like, with, like, running a business or trying to be a part of a business. You got to kind of know, like, your next move. And so, mm-hmm. trying to kind of understand where she, you know, where she get her thought process will come from. Okay. Shariah. I was definitely about to just move no, right on past. <laughs> she was for sure about to skip it. Like, you saw her? So. I started looking at the eyes. next question. Nah, nah, nah. I Anywho, I will first ask her, when is the next album coming out? I'm sick. But, this alone. Okay. Sure. This says she is tired. Man. But after that, I will probably, um, I will ask her, how does she handle the competition because at, for a long time a lot of uh, black women were left out of makeup because there wasn't you know the right tones or whatever so then here she comes she has all yeah. these tones that are amazing and then all these other companies start doing the same thing so Try i guess i was ask her how does she not get caught up in that and how does she um stay one step ahead of her competitors that's real and I would ask her how she make that lip gloss bomb because when I tell y'all that's my favorite, I love it. I need my own recipe because that thing ain't uh, it ain't cheap. Anyways, man, tell me, man, my, man, listen, she don't need to drop nothing else because my girl need nothing else like that. Please, drop it all. Like I'm here for Please, all of it man. because the body lava, hey, that. Oh, what would the roots picnic be without, without body, body lava? lava? Like 
Dog, come on now. That junk is like Jordan's for. for <laughs> it really like, is. Dog. Hey, limited edition. I went to go ask for that junk, dog. I swear I went to five different places. They were sold out. Like no, it dog, was dog. sold yeah. out so fast. I was sitting there watching the countdown. Me too. Dog, like. <laughs> Like, got I started watching that like five minutes. I watched it count all the way down and yep. then went ahead and got mine. But it was a good investment because I still have plenty left. Me too. And that was yeah, over sick. a year ago. See. It was lit. It was the best uh, you investment You got to sign up for that shit like Jordan releases. I'm seeing. A- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> they sent to my phone like the sneaker app. Notifications and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, Restock yeah. now available. Restock coming up. Yes. All right. I'm on it. I started seeing ads on like Facebook and stuff. I was like, all right, see? this is getting too real. See, how do, how do y'all know I bought this? See. The government's listening. Anyways, so oh, I'm supposed to be doing that. Yeah, I'm like, I got. Why you, she, I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't know. know why it's I got the so quiet. Hey, it's the rap snacks. Hey, hey, it's the rap. The rap snacks got her off. It's the rap snacks for sure. Like, she looking at me, and I'm looking at her. I'm like, like oh, the, I definitely was the one talking. I think because you the, asked me the question, it threw me off a little uh-huh. bit. She got the press, press, press boy. I do. Sick. Absolutely. Sick. Shout out to Cardi B and the rap snacks. Y'all some haters. Anyways, so we have Ty with us today, who is with Peace Tree Parks. Did I say that right? I yeah, yeah, right. Okay. yeah, yeah. Right. All right, so if you want to do a quick introduction of yourself. Sure. You ain't um, got to go into full detail. That's going to be later. Yeah. Just, oh, you know, just, just a little brief. Just a little yeah. teaser. Um, <laughs> a little teaser. My name is Ty. Um, from the East Side of Detroit. Hey. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> um, <laughs> been gardening for about two years. Uh, I'm into... What? I'm into old school music. You know what I'm saying? Xbox for show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else, man? I'm pretty. I'm pretty cool. I just be chilling for real. Like I don't really do too much. You know what I'm saying? Like a real east sider. Just be to myself, man. Chill. Here go Jermaine. Like oh, you already knew. I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing this. Anyways, so now it's time for our lightning round. So we're gonna do five fast facts. And we're gonna attempt to do them in thirty seconds. Ready? All right, I'm ready. Come on. Okay. Are you a Detroit native? Yes. East side or west side? Come on, man. I'm from the east side. <laughs> Favorite Coney Island? Uh, The one on 75 and Clay. Super uh, Coney Island. I think that's the first. Yeah. Y'all not hit. Y'all got to go get hit. <laughs> go up there. Go up there. All right, go ahead. I'll tell y'all later. So <laughs> High school? Uh, I'm with the Chippewa Valley. It was in Birds. My parents moved us out of there. All right. First car? Um, I had a 96 Bonneville. Turn up. That bitch was fast as fuck. <laughs> the speakers in that bitch. Uh, I could not. Oh my goodness. Well, that was fun. And Jermaine has another East Sider to add to yes. our um yeah, man. Yes. our list. I want to say we've had like most majority East Siders. Yeah, I think so I know. Cool. It's always a cool vibe, man. Everybody Listen, be chilling. Y'all know the deal. I don't know that I would go that far. See, uh, I mean, I love hater. y'all and all, but always that's why hater. she loves us, though. She ain't never see. She can't. She can't say nothing bad. I could, but I won't. That's Whatever. Crazy. Don't come you know over and get no macaroni and cheese in. Don't First of all, you still owe me crab legs di- and mac and cheese. So if you want to talk about that <laughs> on this here podcast, don't, we absolutely can. Don't come to the best Dairy Queen alive, please. <laughs> not the, I'm, stay across Woodward, ma'am. I'm, I'm not doing this with y'all. Anywho. <laughs> so now, it's you know what? I just keep on thinking I need to get my sound effects together. And see, every time. We every talk about time. This, every time. Beat that bomb because had on the last show. <laughs> no. That was, that no. was him. <laughs> His voice. That was his voice. <laughs> shout out to Demarcus. That was definitely Demarcus. I don't even uh, know you, brody, but shout out to you, dog. That shit had me screaming. Uh, Listen, I nearly passed out during the episode. We're not even gonna go there. So it's time for the new kids university, and Jermaine's up first. Why I gotta be first, Professor Maindow? What is your Why lesson I gotta for the be people? First? 
Well, I got to be first. Professor Maindow, what is your we lesson discuss, for the We will discuss this off air. Word of the day. Okay. So, anyway, since I am in the front of the class first that today. You are. My topic is um, centered around reevaluation. I call it SWAT yourself. SWAT was probably one of the first tools that I learned in grad school as a um, self-assessment and measurement tool. And so it stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And what you should be using that as um, is a tool to reevaluate your product or service, um, look at yourself, what you're bringing to the table, look at your competitors um, and your market to determine where opportunities lie, where threats lie, and how that can all go into making your business better. I think that people should do SWATs on a continuous basis, at least every three years or so, um, because you want to have that measured growth, but you don't want to do it too soon to where you're constantly looking at other people to measure your success. Um, but you, and I think it it works even if you are your own like entrepreneur, your own uh, boss. When you are employing that SWAT, you're constantly reevalu- reevaluating feedback from customers what you're offering, and just saying, okay, how can I be better? Um, And it's a fairly easy tool to use. Uh, There are a lot of different templates out there that you can use. You can Google it. Um, You can have people help you. Canva has one. Yep, Canva has one. Um, You can ask people to help you. Um, And it's definitely about getting that feedback, making those changes, and moving forward. So that's my lesson of this episode. Swatch yourself. Turn up. I needed to hear that. Shout out to Professor Maindow. Yes. All right. So my topic for today is about not being afraid to revamp or rebrand yourself. Um, I think a lot of people tend to become complacent in their business. Um, So I guess it kind of goes along with SWAT and, Mm -hmm. you know, reevaluating yourself. But I know that a lot of people feel like they're stuck in a particular lane and you don't necessarily have to be. Um, So I think if we just... Not be scared to try something new. Maybe do it a different way. I always think about um, Champion. Like, Champion, when we was kids, was like, Mm -hmm. you know, you was made fun of for wearing that. But now they did this whole rebrand. Now they want like $90 for a sweatshirt. I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) This is craziness. Or even like um, Baby Fat making a comeback. Like, all that kind of stuff. So. A lot of successful companies go through rebrands, though. Like, you have yeah. to be able to constantly reinvent yourself because things are always changing. Your audience is changing. You know, what your customer needs mm-hmm. may change. So, you have to be able to take that information and yeah. say, how can we move forward and not get stuck? Because if you don't, you'll get left. Like, yeah. Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster. I was Quick. literally thinking that. <laughs> but some companies have to rebrand just from misfortune. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, some people have incidents or they like, like H&M, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They had a couple racial incidents, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure they had to revamp some stuff about yeah. themselves or probably issue a bunch of like racial and ethnicity courses throughout they, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Throughout yeah. they chains of uh, places of business. But I think that's definitely a good, you know, a, a good thing to know about, definitely knowing about revamping, you know, to just know how to go forward. Yeah. Yeah. People be afraid of change and you you have to be, be, yeah, because how are you going to grow as an entrepreneur? How are you going to grow as a business if you don't, you know, move towards change? Exactly. And it's like worst case scenario. I always tell people it worst case scenario is it doesn't work. And then you have something you learn from. (laughs) Oh, it didn't work. Like, you know how many people failed at their businesses and stuff before they actually, you know, got going right where they are like 
uh, one of my managers the other day used the example of like people that wanted to just stick with the um, the tape players. Oh, they yeah. didn't want to advance the oh, CDs yeah. Yeah. and like so those kind of people. Like the where are you gonna find a, a, a tape at? No <laughs> like, I mean, but like we said, right? Like, look at Blockbuster. <laughs> like, like, Blockbuster was gone. Blockbuster, like, it was so, and it's so it was another. Oh, Polaroid. Like, yeah. Polaroid is another one. They never, they did not want to move towards, you know, digital. yeah, digital cameras yeah. being attached to phones. Not look at them, or if you look at companies that like chose to dip into different things, like yeah. Disney. We're not gonna talk about Disney. Disney is man. taking over the world. Taking over everything. They just everything. free the Hulk, man. <laughs> That's all I want them to do, dog. He gonna stay in his suit, okay? He just <laughs> he's gonna be chilling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my lesson for the day. So well, thanks bravo. for coming to our course. I was gonna say thanks for coming to our TED talk. <laughs> that too. Speak okay. it into existence. Okay. Period. <laughs> um, so we're just gonna jump right into our guest portion of the show. We're going to give Ty the opportunity to introduce himself for real. Tell us about Peachtree Parks, you know, what he's been doing, what his team has been doing, and, yeah, all that fun stuff. So, go ahead, sir. You have the floor. (laughs) No pressure. just No pressure. (laughs) Right. Nah, what's up, y'all? My name's Ty. Um, As she just said, I'm the uh, vice president of community relations. Okay, titles. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He important. Uh, (laughs) I ain't nobody for real. (laughs) But, um... But no, I pretty much been gardening now for about two years. Uh, when I first came, Peace Street was started about four years ago, so 2015. And I was up in college, and Eric and DeAndre they had started it first. And um, you know, I had when I came down from school, I just was really interested in the whole project. Like you know, I was interested in like growing. Like I just wanted to just. I don't know, like, I just wanted to just be outside and do something with farming. Yeah. I didn't know really what I was getting myself into, but I just knew that I wanted to see something grow. And um, I just used to come to, like, all of the volunteer events, you know what I'm saying? I used to just be active, you know what I'm saying, just be out there, you know. Even on days where it wasn't volunteer events, I would be out there helping E. Because I knew E before he even started the garden. We had went to college together, you know what I'm saying? So, And that's pretty much how I got started, uh, you know, pretty much how they had already started and I had pretty much came on board. And um, the opportunity presented itself for me to, you know, to become a member of the board. I was labeled as community ambassador where, you know, my main, I guess, duty was to be like the liaison between the community and the garden. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I was responsible for like, you know, going out into, you know, different places, talking about Peace Tree, you know, like, um, you know, knocking on doors in the neighborhood saying, hey, y'all, you know, we got an urban garden around the corner, you know, y'all can come you know, get, you know, get some vegetables or, um, you know, it was just pretty much <clears throat> being out and spreading the word. And so without, you know, just pubbing on Instagram and yeah. things like that, you know, that kind of got us out there. And sure, we ended up um, probably, we started with just two lots at first and we ended up over the years now we got four, you know, I mean, mm, we, you know okay. what I'm saying? So we've doubled our size. And um, so now we got shipping containers and, you oh, know. Oh, y'all we, hype. Yeah, we, my latest, <laughs> um, just with me being, you know, just with me having the vice president title, like uh, my biggest sponsorship was with GM. Okay. Um, we ended up, you know, getting the, getting them to sponsor us and give us uh, their old shipping containers. Um, so we grow out of those. Okay. And so they're, you know, pretty high off the ground, so like you know, the wildlife can't, can't really get, get to, to them. them yeah, you know what I'm saying? and it, it just kind of just 
helped us out so much, man, because, you know, we had, you know, we would have whole seasons and we would lose stuff because animals yeah. Would, yeah. you know what I'm saying, would take something or, you know, it was just like, or, you know, spacing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you grow in, like, they were in wood boxes, you know, you can't really get that many in there because you don't want to cram, you know, you don't want to cram your area because it won't grow correctly, so. And, um, you know, the initiative for Peachtree Parks is just to really increase the access that Detroiters have or have, you know, had or have to uh, fresh produce. Because at the time, you know, when it was started four years ago, it was really, like, no place for people to get fresh produce yeah. at. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, Detroit was like a food desert, they were saying. You know what I'm saying? So, and so, you know, with us, we, you know, we wanted to kind of get people um, kind of active and, you know, more literate about growing your own food and potentially, you know, eating better and living healthier lifestyles, you know, because that's pretty much what it's all about. Because when you grow your own food, you know. You have a more of a connection to yeah, it. Yeah, and it's different. And it's like. You get a chance to actually see it from start to finish. You know exactly what you did to your fruits and your vegetables. Yeah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? You don't know what you eat. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So, I have a question. What's up? <laughs> you said you be not, you used to knock on people's doors and stuff, tell them about the community yeah. garden. Has anybody ever said anything crazy to you? Or, like, has anything crazy happened to you <laughs> knocking on people's <laughs> doors? I'm just curious. No, nah, not for real, man. I never really had no crazy encounters. It's really, you know... People really either want to go to it or they don't. Yeah. You know, most, you know what I'm saying? Most people will really be like, oh, for real? You know, I'll go over there, you know. Or you have some people that just be like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks, man. I'll let somebody know or, you know. But never really had no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never really had no bad experience with people. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I, you know. And plus, I don't think I attract that kind of energy either. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I think, you know, I put out pretty good. Some people see somebody knocking at their door, though, and it's already yeah, going to yeah, 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 Listen, yeah. first of all, I, I'm probably not going to open it just because I'm one of them people, like, if you don't call or text yeah. before you show up, you're going to be outside. Well, yeah. I'm not driving. <laughs> That's pretty much I'm what I'm driving is, 45 minutes to, yeah. without calling or texting. Anyway. That's yeah. true. I mean, but, I but mean, just maintaining sponsorships, man, like, that was really big. You know, mm-hmm. a big part of my position was to, you know, get out in the community and kind of, you know, find us resources that we can use or people that can help us, you know, achieve a, a greater goal, which is to give back to the city and give back to the people of the community. That's me. real. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't. You know, we're not out here, you know, trying to make a million dollars yeah. off of, you know what I'm saying, off of fruits and vegetables. Really just trying to get people to understand, like, y'all can grow this too. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, so when you started, did you have any, like, prior experience in gardening? Like, did you take man. any classes or you just kind of just jumped in the dirt hands? <laughs> I jumped in, like, I didn't know what I was doing, <laughs> y'all. Like, truth be told, um... When I had first kind of came home from school, I had lost my granddad. So, like, I was just trying to find something to keep me just busy. So, it was just, yeah. like, I didn't really know what I was doing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know, so I really just jumped right in. And I found it to just be so addicting because I'm just like, okay, okay, so you mean to tell me if I do this to this plant in, like, three days, I'm going to see this leaf grow or I'm going to see, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. this little. It was it's fulfilling. Like, yeah, it was like, what? Like, like it's crazy. So, <laughs> You know, no, I really didn't have that much prior, like, prior, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know a lot about cutting grass, and Mm -hmm. I know a lot about, like, landscape stuff like that, but I didn't really have that much prior gardening experience. Okay. Now, and you kind of mentioned this before, but, you know, there's this narrative, 
and truth to it that Detroit is um, a food desert. And I know there are community garden programs that exist throughout the city. Do you all collaborate with other programs or is there like a network that you're a part of? Um, we pretty much, we have collaborated so far with, uh, we keep going to Detroit. Okay. Um, you know, we, you know, we have done some few, you know, a few things with them, but as far as just a part of a network, we aren't right now. Uh, we just pretty much kind of just, uh, just keeping everything open and kind of just, you know, giving back right now. We're not really mm-hmm. focused on just being a network. You know, we want to kind of, you know, just kind of keep continuing to stay, mm-hmm. you know, dedicated to the people and things like that. So, What's been your favorite, um, like, vegetable or fruit to grow? What's- oh, man. Um, can I do a favorite fruit? All right. You let's can do, do, I'm going to do, do a flower. Both. Okay. Right, flower, too. I'm going to do a flower, then I'm going to do it because maybe all that time, I think. But my favorite <laughs> flower to grow for sure is the sunflower. Oh, I love sunflowers. So I, that is the craziest flower in the world to me, bro. Like, how does that flower get that tall? Have y'all yeah. seen that? Yeah. Oh, it's like eight feet tall, bro. Like, <laughs> but um, but that's like my favorite flower for sure to grow. Um, damn, favorite vegetable. Yeah, it's so many. I can't even lie. My favorite vegetable probably today to grow. Would have to be the cucumbers or jalapeno peppers. I love okay. to see jalapeno hmm. peppers grow. I don't know why, but they just be all shiny and they just be all like <laughs> it just be looking sweet. Like I love to see peppers grow. So it'll probably be peppers. Um, if I can add one more, it'll probably it was fascinating to see like pumpkins and watermelons. Okay, that yeah, cool. yeah, I can see that because they're so big. Yeah. But, like, and quite as kept, pumpkins and watermelon look the exact same when they're growing. So, like, they both look identical. So, you won't really know. If you don't, you know, if you don't remember where you planted them at, <laughs> you won't really know until, like, it get late. Like And they start, Yeah, like, and then they'll start coming to color. Like, you'll be like, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I, I follow y'all on uh, Twitter, and I see that you um, just recently completed a program or you had a program with kids. How was mm-hmm. that experience? Man, that was probably the most uh I'm trying to think what's the I'm trying to think what's the word. That was a very rewarding experience. I think for both you know saying for both sides. Like the kids got a chance to really experience kind of like what it was to really be a farmer. Like mm-hmm. they got a chance to experience the hot temperatures. They got a chance to experience, you know what I'm saying, the different uh weather patterns or how it'll be, you know, in the morning time it might be you know, cold, and it'll spike all the way up to, like, you know, it'll spike up 10 to 15 degrees real quick. And, mm-hmm. and then they'll have to learn how to adjust the plants because, you know, then the water schedules will change and things like that. So um, it was rewarding for them to understand and, you know, for the, you know for them to get a hands-on experience to kind of know or, you know, or to get a feel of what it's like to be a farmer. Yeah. And for us, you know, we got a chance to kind of get some things that we needed to kind of get done because, you know, as far you know, as far as a garden goes, it's always something to be done. You never, you are never like yeah. done. Like yeah. it's always something that you could be doing. It's always some weeds growing. It's always, you know what I'm saying. So we had them to help us out, and they were a tremendous help to us, and we're so grateful for them. Yeah, I think I think for kids to have that experience is yeah. is crucial and vital yeah. to education, yeah. especially because so many like so many schools in DPS have that. Um, yes. 
like garden area, mm-hmm. but it goes underutilized because they don't have the people mm-hmm. to teach them the skills yeah. Yeah. Um, or to put the time in to say, okay, this is what we're going to plant and we're going to watch it grow. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think having those experiences with community organizations is very important because where else are they going to get it? And yeah. that's, and, and you know what I'm saying? And that's, that's true. And then just starting them at a young age on knowing yeah. how to grow stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like these are skills that they'd be able to take to them for years. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like they'll probably never forget this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And they so, can apply it to other things in life too. Yeah, patience, patience. Listen, yeah. oh man, listen. a lot of patience. <laughs> dog, it's so many deep life lessons I be learning while I be in the garden, bro. I just be like, dog, like, so you mean to tell me if I cut this off, I this this grow better in this area? So you mean to tell me if I cut this person out of my life, I grow better? In this area? So that don't be connecting so yeah, many different crazy so dots. Like, I'm like, dang. Like, oh, that yeah. yeah that's I just real. imagine it being like a. Like a Soothing. peaceful environment, yeah. yeah. Like if you out yeah. gardening, well, not me personally because I don't. She don't yeah. Nah. You know, um, I don't got a uh, what's it called a green, green thumb. thumb? No. I didn't have one, man. Listen, mm-hmm. uh, listen, black. I, I wouldn't be able to grow <laughs> aloe vera, and you can't. You if you can't grow aloe vera, you almost gonna kill you. You 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 just <laughs> if you kill you if you kill up. aloe vera, man, you might you yeah yeah you out of there. You do. I'm, I'm sorry. You done. <laughs> That'll probably yeah. be me <sighs> because you practically cannot kill aloe vera. That's probably her. It's resilient. Yeah, right. definitely. So um, tell us about your residential and community garden programs and what's the main difference between the two, if there is a difference. Sure. So the residential program was pretty much created to get people to be, uh, to kind of have more, to take more of an initiative to grow their own uh, food and vegetables. Okay. So, you know, we created that program so that people can sign up for, you know, to get a garden put in their backyard. Um it is donation based because you know, of course, by us being nonprofit, we have to you know front those funds. Yeah. So, you know, it does call. You know, you know, we do ask for a donation for that, but um, you know, people people have gotten man so many different good things out of their garden. Man, like I'm talking about. That's good to see too. Eggplant, yeah. Like you know, it's and and that's just an experience for the whole house to just go yeah. through. So like, if you got kids or if you got you know. You got grandparents that can't really get out there and, you know, make their own garden no more. You know, okay, cool. All they got to do is, you know, you know, bend, you know, you know, bend over a little bit and, you know, tend to these vegetables real quick. They don't have to be out there bending over every day, tilling. And, yeah. You know. It's so, something that the yeah. whole family can get involved yeah, in. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, it's pretty cool and, and it's convenient and it's going to reward you at the end of the day. So we created that initiative just for people to kind of, you know, become more health literate and, you know, just to kind of understand, you know, like I said, you can grow your own. And anything that you grow, it just tastes better. Like, I don't know what it is, man. Like, peppers be crunchier. The cucumbers be a little spicy. <laughs> it's a little, you know, it's like, cuc- yeah, I did this. Right. Yeah, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Happy. Like, the cherry tomatoes be a little, you know, man. But um, but then in the community garden, that was pretty much for the actual community to to become, like, so we targeted two, you know, two different, you know, two different areas. We wanted the community garden to be specific to the neighborhood. You know, we wanted them to be able to be, you know, okay, I can go over here and get some basil, you know, mm-hmm. if I need to, or I can go over here and get some, you know, some spinach, or I can go over here and get some cilantro. You know, we wanted them to kind of be, uh, we wanted them to take the initiative that we want the that we want the residents to do. You know, okay. you know what I mean. So we want them to take that same initiative, and. Um, the community garden has been doing well. You know what I mean. We, you know, we have we have a lot of volunteers. We have a lot of community support, and um, you know everything is going pretty much well. But the, you know, the common, the link between the two is to pretty much make sure that everybody is taking an initiative to live a healthier lifestyle. That's what's up. 
Um, so I noticed that you all recently did a farmer's market. Y'all participated in oh, a yeah, farmer's market. Yeah. Was that your first time doing that? That or? was our first time. Okay, um, how was that experience? That, man, that was, you know, it's crazy. It, it was like, you know, like I grew, you know, we pretty much grew that. I mean, duh. Like, not we pretty much, <laughs> but we did grow that. So, like, just sitting here and I'm selling something that I grew and people are actually coming up to me like, yeah, I want to buy some of that. I'm just like, you for real? Like, you want to buy it? Like, okay, like, you really want to buy some of my kale? Come on, bro. Like, you, all right. Like, I'll sell it to you. Come on. Like, you know. But um, but it was really rewarding, you know, kind of just sitting around talking to some of the other farmers, man, mm-hmm. just networking with some good people, some good music. And, you know, if y'all get a chance, it's every Wednesday. It's on Woodrow Wilson. I, I, I'll get the address in a second. Yeah. Um, but I will be there tomorrow. Um, but it just was a good vibe. You know what I'm saying? They had free yoga. They was, you know what I'm saying? They had all kinds of good stuff going on. So uh, That's the what's farmer's up. market is a really good place to be on Wednesday. That's what's up. It's good being around like good people it with is, that energy man. too. Like, it is. It it's is. like a that just it fills you up, that yeah. environment, and it push you pushes you forward. Yeah, and it's like truth and it's like like this farming network or just this farming like you know realm of people like I've met some really amazing people like you know what I'm saying I've yet to meet somebody that was really stingy or you know yeah, it's like everybody yeah. is a giver when they come to this because it's, it's like, a community it's a community yeah. and everything is so you know fruitful and abundant it's like I don't I don't really gotta be stingy like yeah. I'm gonna grow some more bro like I got more plants over here. Yeah, yeah, you know. or it's gonna grow. Like it grows. It, yeah. <laughs> it, it's something I grow. I yeah. got in by this. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's pretty cool. That's dope. Yeah. I feel like other it's a good community. people can't get places with you, like with others being stingy. Like yeah, yeah. Like, just like somebody yeah. taught you. Like you, feel me? Like, <laughs> like you can't just teach. Yeah, I don't believe yeah. in that at all. I mean, I you know I, you know I definitely think for us to even succeed as a people, we got to be able to help each other out. So you know, I, I definitely would never be like that. That's a valuable lesson to learn and to teach other people too. Man, yeah, definitely. So with the organization um, and with your initiatives in Community Garden, what story are you looking to tell about Detroit? Like when people from outside of here Mm -hmm. see your organization, how do you want them to interpret Detroit from that? So, you know, the... We took those lots and we pretty much... Those lots before were deemed as vacant, you know, trash lots. You know what I mean? And so... You know, we want people to look at Detroit as, you know what I'm saying, as beautiful. It's something mm-hmm. that, you know, it doesn't need to be transformed to be beautiful. You know what I mean? And we want people to understand that, you know, the hard work that the people have put in here, you know, it instilled in the people. And this mm-hmm. is a hard-working city. And yeah. to be a farmer, you have to work hard. Like, this yeah. is a really, this is a this is dedication. Like, and so, you know, when, when we want, when you know, when we say Peace Street, we want people to understand that this is dedication. And, you know what I'm saying, we want people to see that the people of Detroit is dedicated to anything and anything that they put their mind to, they're going to succeed at. So That's real. Um, it's I think it's interesting because, uh, again, as, as we've been talking about throughout this episode, you know, gardening and farming is not something that you can just, like, yeah. you can't just walk away from. No. Like, you got to, it's something that you have to constantly be Man. tuned to and you got to watch stuff and you got to pay attention. You got to be. If y'all look at my YouTube, my YouTube View history is like pruning tomatoes. How <laughs> when do, when <laughs> when to prune this tomato? How long to prune an eggplant? Like my man, my YouTube feed is full of just like gardening stuff. Like I Google this type of stuff all day. It it really started to consume you once you you know what I'm saying. Once you get into it, it's like okay, this is happening. Or you start to see stuff like you will see a spot on your tomatoes. You like okay, let me Google this. 
small circular black spot on tomato. Then it's like, oh, you might have blossom in rot. Then you're like, what? Uh, like, you know, it just be so a little. So it's like rabbit stuff. hole. Yeah, man. Fall down it quick. <laughs> so, what are some of the biggest lessons you've learned since you started gardening? As an organization and as an individual. Um, as an organization, I think some of the biggest. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> One of the greatest things I think that we've learned as an organization is to kind of like maximize our talent. You know what I'm saying? Or maximize our abilities. And I say that to say like us as an organization in where someone is weak at, someone else picks up. Okay. And so once we all figured that part out, we were all each able to kind of fill in where one, you know, where one person couldn't, and that's when we became great. And I think that as an organism, once you kind of realize as an organization where everyone's potential and where everyone's talents is, and you put people where they're supposed to be at, then that's when everything will click, and that's when everything, you know, will start to uh, propel forward. Yeah. So, and just as farming. Hey, what can I, man, it's been so much. Cucumbers, man. They, <laughs> first of all, it's a it's a crazy time for cucumbers. Okay, right cucumbers now. been having a cucumbers, rough. Man. Been, cucumbers, man. Cucumbers minding their business. I'm about, Here to my, I'm about to start, start charging five. I'm about to charge $100 for five of them. <laughs> <laughs> they a hot commodity in the street. They a hot commodity. Put nah. the cucumbers down. <laughs> no, nah, but, um. They get what's called powdery white mildew, man. And, you know, at the community garden, we didn't really get this mildew, but at my house I did. Mm-hmm. So I kind of would use this like I kind of as like an example. But the this mildew, after it rains, the leaves, you know what I'm saying, the water will sit on the leaves, and it'll kind of create like this little mildew spot on the mm-hmm. leaf. And so what happened is, you know what I'm saying, the leaf will kind of like disappear or like like not not disappear but it'll like fall through and it'll like turn like a white mold color and it'll look like fuzzy mold and the leaf will just die it just look crazy you know what i'm saying and so you got to kind of attack it and if you don't you will never get cucumbers mm. so i had okay. my so my plant you know what i'm saying my plant was like white mold all the way down the vine and i wasn't really hip to what was going on until i you know i looked on youtube Get on a rabbit hole one night, yeah. bored, looking down, looking on YouTube, and found it. And um, yeah, and so I ended up, um, you know, kind of curing it. And I got like twelve cucumbers to date so far. Okay, so. what's something that you haven't grown yet that you're interested in growing in the future? Ooh, um, I want to. I got. We got all the, the good questions. Even grew everything. Man, we got all the good questions. I got so many great. Listen, questions, we man. coming. Y'all got the greatest questions. Let me think. <laughs> Making you think. Dang. That's what we're here for. Dun, dun, dun. Can it be fruits too and all? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. I'm thinking, I would really like to grow beans. I can't lie. It's so simple. It, it, it might sound simple to everybody else. Yeah. But like, kind of like the strategy of beans, I heard you got to like trellis them up and they got to grow up sticks and put, like, I never really was I've seen them grow. Like, I've seen them in yeah. gardens down south, but- yeah, so like I was, so I was never really hip to that. So like I would like to see kind of like how that grow because that would fast that that fascinates me seeing stuff grow up vines. Yeah, and like, so I would like to see that. I can't lie. For sure. Fruits though, I would love to see grapes. I can't lie. Like just walk outside and just be able to eat me some grapes out of my garden. I'll be in heaven. Like. 
Never leave. I probably would never sell anything if I grew my own grapes. Uh, like I would just I would never them. probably leave my crib. I'm eating <laughs> peanut butter and jellies every day. So, you know, I'm playing. But I'm playing. I think it's so dope that you all are getting into this, you know, farming and gardening initiative because, you know, people go to the grocery store and they see this stuff on the yeah. racks or in the stores, but they don't really see, like, they don't think about the process of how it got there. Um, and then for that to be a part of the story of Detroit, for that to be young black men, yes. especially with, you know, working with kids, showing Man. them that this is something that you can do. This is something that you can pursue. These are avenues out there for you. Um, I think that's a really dope, you know, you. concept and project. And I'm I'm really yeah. excited about what y'all are doing. Yeah, man. We really appreciate it. And, you know, one of the things that we, you know, we pride ourselves in is just kind of, you know, we want to make sure that we continue to give back in every aspect. You know, we want to make sure that we, while we giving back, you know, we making sure that everybody is, you know, trying to make the healthy strides. And so, you know, we're going to continue to do, you know, to do great things. And, you know, it's just, I don't know, like, it's so different being, like you said, black, young farmers, yeah. like the, you know, because it's like we are kind of like the only mm-hmm. people that yeah. sound kind of like in this lane for real. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, this isn't like the cool thing to do. You know what I'm yeah, saying? It's like, not it's normal not, to yeah, see. It's, yeah. yeah, it's not a normal thing. So when you kind of, it'll kind of like, it'll trip people out, you know, when they realize like, oh, these are two black guys. Are y'all grew like, this? Are y'all grew right. this? You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, like that's, you know what I'm saying? That that shock or that wow factor be like, oh, like that's what's up. So if gardening isn't your full-time commitment, um, how do you, like, balance your schedule and time? Man, you know, it's crazy. I think during, like, March or April, yeah, like maybe a little bit of, you know, February, that's the March, April, and a little bit of May is the toughest parts of the season because you have to be down there every day practically mm-hmm. because, you know what I'm saying? Like, you got... You know, say so you got planting schedules you got to follow. Something got to be planted by this frost date. You yeah. Know, you gotta, you know, you got to make sure that these are planted a certain inch or these are planted a certain time. So, the dedication, you know what I'm saying, through that time period is like extensive. You know what I mean? So I would say, once I would say we down there at least three times a week after work. So that'd be like five. You know what I'm saying? We down there from. I'm talking about as soon as we get off, you know what I'm saying? We running down to the garden and do what we got to do. So we'll probably be down there until about, we'll probably get down there like around 5 and leave around 8, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Go home and we'll put them hours in and, you know, whatever we don't get done, we'll say, you know, for the next time. And then weekends, we pretty much dedicate our weekends to down there for sure. That's commitment. Yeah, it like, is. Like, I can't lie. Like, I can't, like, if I'm not down there, eat down there for sure. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like, if I... You know, if I was like, look, bro, I can't make it, you know, eat, you know, eat a cover or vice versa. I, yeah. You know, but, um, that's you know, good to have a partner that's yeah, like that yeah, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. E, man. Shout out to E, man. That, man, that man, genius. He a mastermind, man. I swear. Like, he really, like, I think he's a dead, I, like, I, I think he's the definition of, you know what I'm saying, a natural born, like, leader. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, like, he makes good decisions, you know what I'm saying? Like, and he just, you know, he empowers people. You know, I think that's one of the things that, that kind of keep people of going. That's yeah. yeah, like, that's a good, like, you know, most people never really want to see you make it. But, you know what yeah. I'm saying, to be, you know what I'm saying, to be partners with somebody that want to see you grow as much as you want to see yourself grow, it's just a big thing. So, yeah. shout out to E, man. But, um, but yeah, like, you know, we just... We just pretty much just be out there, you know, a lot. Like, I can't lie, man. Like, now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm just thinking, like, dang, like, I spent a lot of my time, you know, out yeah. there, you know. But it's rewarding, you know. You know, we 
make pickles, you know what I'm saying? We got we got jars of peppers, you know what I'm saying? That's you know, that's so, you know your reward. That's rewarding for me. Yeah. Like, you know, that's cool, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what's up. And I get a chance to be a part of it throughout the whole season. So that's dope. That's what's up. So besides um gardening, are there any other current avenues that you're working in or any avenues that you would like to get into? Um, I started school next month besides, you know what I'm saying, not really on the gardening aspect. Um I'm just really just kinda just just focusing on my career and just kind of, you know, figuring out exactly what it is that I want to actually segue into. You know what I mean? Like, I'm really still up in the air right now. I'm still kind of figuring out. Yeah. You know, because how I imagine my life is going so different. So it's like, okay, I got to revamp it and, you know, sit down and figure out what's what. But I do start school next month. I'm taking a, um, excuse me, I'm taking a communications class just to kind of get acclimated more with public speaking and kind of get acclimated more with, you know, being in front of cameras and things yeah. like that, because you know, I'm really like not really the best with that yet. So like, once you'll get there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know, I think you know, sooner or later, you know, I probably won't be able to shut me up sooner or later <laughs> once I really start get talking. I think it just comes with time. Yeah, yeah like know. I'd much rather be like behind the scenes. Yeah. I Absolutely, I don't care yeah. to be in like videos and stuff like. like but like, we kind of have to be for people to know right. who we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. We got it. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy. Yeah. Like, like, I want to talk to you. I'm like, you want to talk to me? Like, you sure? You sure you want to talk to me? Like, you want to talk to me. You, you, you sure? sure? Like, like, you must think I'm somebody else. Yeah, yeah like, 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 like I'm, I promise you I'm not important. But you know what I'm saying? But it's, called, it's all good. My dream, you know, like, I always wanted to be a nurse anesthesiologist. So okay. if I was to segue into anything, you know, as far as career-wise, I definitely think that that's what I would be. So, you know, I definitely think that's probably where I would end up going. Sweet. So if you were having a conversation with somebody um, that wanted to get into urban gardening, what advice would you give them? (sighs) Have patience, (laughs) man. Patience. And patience and just be, I guess, flexible because Mm -hmm. nothing goes how you plan it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you cannot control pretty much nothing yeah. with gardening. Like I promise you, like even with and I'm this is my first year being able to grow on my own at mm. you know, like at the crib, you feel what I'm saying? So like I got an actual personal experience to actually be able to tell you now like what it is. Because at first it was just I was just going to the community garden. That's mm. that's that's so much different than waking yeah. up in the morning and yeah. looking on the side of the house and being like, oh snaps, you know what I'm saying? So what I would tell somebody is first, you know what I'm saying, have patience. And be flexible because you can plan to plant, you know what I'm saying? You can plant five tomato plants, mm-hmm. but you might lose literally every tomato on there because of wildlife. What you going to do? Yeah. You can't control it. Like, you're going to be mad. Like, you know what I'm saying? And to save yourself a lot of time, a lot of energy, just be patient, be flexible. And, you know, everything is a process. And, and truth be told, you know what I'm saying? Pay attention to your plants. If you go, you know what I'm saying, when you start, you know, when you start gardening or when you, your plants will tell you literally everything that you need to know about them. Like, you know, like they'll wilt a certain way, you know, like they'll, they'll lean, you know, like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, it'll just, it'll look like something's going on. You can just look at it and tell sometimes. Hmm. Interesting. So now we're going to take it a, a, a different way. So, so if you were talking to your past self. Oh, man. <laughs> What uh, what business <laughs> advice would you give yourself? Um, I think I would tell myself to 
slow down and appreciate the moment and appreciate because I'm such a perfectionist mm -hmm. and like so like what I do is I try to work on the things that I know I'm not good at and mm -hmm. I never really take credit for the things I am good at so I think me talking to my younger self I probably have to tell myself like you know take credit for what you're good at you know yeah. what I'm saying because you will burn yourself out constantly trying to better yourself yeah. and not giving yourself you know what I'm saying credit where it's due at and so a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, we'll, you know, like, oh, I want to get better in this area, and we'll strive so hard, and, you know, you just kind of just overlook, you know, the good parts about yourself. So I would yeah. definitely tell my younger self to appreciate myself more. So would you, you know, saying that you're being, that you're a perfectionist, how does that play into your gardening? Man. How, how do you balance? Listen, <laughs> let, let me, look, let me, shout out to E again, because listen, we be at the garden sometimes, man, and you know how certain, sometimes certain stuff got to be in rows, it got to be like. Yeah, it has to know. grow a certain yes. way. Yes, I be like, hold on, bro, hold on, bro, we got to, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's got to be like this, bro, boom, boom, like, you know, they be like, or like when we be cutting stuff, you know, cutting wood and stuff like that, like, I got to make sure it's a straight line, like, I'm just, a, like, I'm just a real life perfectionist, even with like emails or decisions. Like, and I think that kind of will come, you know, like that, like that'll kind of come with time. But I'm I'm such a perfectionist. I run my decisions by my team first. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, you know what I'm saying yeah. like, and I think that's kind of like you know I'm trying to I'm trying to get out of that. I'm trying to get into the habit of just making decisions. Yeah. But you know I'm I don't want to make the wrong decision. I hate making mistakes. Yeah. And that's so yeah. bad. Like I hate making mistakes. So so and then. By me being a perfectionist, you know what I'm saying, I'm always telling people the real about themselves. And so, you know, luckily my team, you know, can appreciate that. You know, I'm not like a mean person. <laughs> like you know somebody. What I'm but what everybody happened? accountable, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I am not a mean person. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm Emma. not a mean person at all, man. But, you know, I just make sure that everybody accountable for their actions. You know what I'm saying? See, so, that's the same thing. That is not what you be doing. I'm probably not as nice as him about it, but that's what I be trying I'm not, to do. I'm, I'm, I'm guarantee you, I'm not even. I'm not even mean. She be trying to pink slip people. I, oh, she, I surely dead. would. I heard about you pink slipping. <laughs> I heard about you pink slipping. I heard. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. I uh, but I'm sick. She pink slipping. <laughs> In my defense, I have yet to be wrong about somebody that I pink slipped. Uh, See, man, What's it's that? a couple of people you didn't try to pink pink slip, and we still got them around. Oh man, I'm sick. Business wise, I have yet <laughs> okay, to pick like, somebody. Okay, that's something you're trying to get rid of. <laughs> right? Yeah, she's trying to come up out of that. Well, I mean, some of them, I'm like, okay, I'll still be cool with them, but I don't really, you know, whatever. You don't but, really be cool with them, but you want to be cool with them. Yeah, like we can be cool. We I be just cool from really, afar. I really don't like you, but we can be cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. But I don't think I'm really that mean. Yeah, okay. okay. It's all good. Anyways, Jermaine, don't be, just stop trying to put my business out here for the people. Whatever. Dang, Jesus Christ. You made me lose my space. Anyways, so I know that you said you're going back to school. So far as for your future, what, what's next for you? Um, Like I said, I already have my bachelor's, so I'm just trying to pretty much Figure out, like I said, which part of my career aspect I want to go into. Because I want to take a leadership role. So that's, okay. that's pretty much why I took the communication courses. Because I feel like to have a team and to be able to lead people, you know what I'm saying? I got to be able to get up in front of people and give speeches and deliver, yeah. you, know, yeah. you know, statuses and plans and things like that. So, you know, I want to be able to get in front of people and articulate just like this. You know what I'm saying? I don't right. want to be able to, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to be in front of people. You know, sweating like a preacher in that boy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn. Like, 
Yeah, yeah, let me tell you. I just want to tell y'all a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't breathing. I can't. I'm not trying to get up there like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I think that's that's kind of the way. But end goal for me, you know what I'm saying, would definitely be, you know, nurse anesthesiologist or director of nursing or, you know, somewhere in in that field. Like, I got a strong passion for that. Like, that's been my passion for years. So, And I was supposed to, the craziest part is, I was supposed to be taking nursing classes this semester instead mm-hmm. of communications. But, like I said, my life, life just, like it's going in a different segue yeah. right now. So, I'm just like, I'm just going to ride this wave right now. I'm just going to trust everything and just, you know, keep, you know, and just keep moving. Yeah, sometimes that's what you got to do. Like, yeah, like, you never know where that course could lead I you because it can take you right back. Man, right? Yeah, like, but you got skills. That's all I need. I just need to get that part from my belt. I'm yeah, yeah. Especially, I feel like with nursing and stuff, it's important to have good communication yeah. skills yeah, because, because you have you're, you're you got to say people. some tough that's stuff it. sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want to, no. you know. Like, nobody yeah. wants like a super aggressive yeah. nurse, no, doctor, I, any of them. Like yeah. I don't want, don't receptionist. Like <laughs> no, I would never even. I'm, I'm, I'm probably the most laid back. I would probably be the most laid back chill nurse ever. I just have to, you know. But when you have to deliver, like you know, you have to go in front of boards or state yeah. or people yeah. like that. You got to talk in front of people, and people be comfortable as hell up there. And I just be sitting there like. You know what I'm saying? That, be, that way, like, I think they be the same way. They've just <laughs> mastered it. Mastered it. Yeah, yeah. That's probably what it is, man. And I, you know, but once I get that aspect down, I'll be great. And that's when I, that's when I know I would, you know, that's when I know to me I made it. <laughs> <laughs> so, where do you think that our generation is needed most in Detroit? In Detroit, period. It's like, nah. Um, <laughs> that's real. <laughs> I can't lie. Um, where would our where would our generation be most needed at? You mean like place wise or just like no, scene like, like what we could what we could do? Yeah, like some people say Detroit. education, some people say politics, some people say. Um, oh, um, dang, that's a good question. Y'all got some. <laughs> listen, man, y'all got some great questions, man. I really can't lie. Where the bomb at? I would. Oh, I wish Cuz was here with the bomb thing. <laughs> With the, the DMR we got we got to get him to record them so we can we have do. him on yeah, deck. Okay, like I gotta have them boys on deck. <laughs> he already told us he uh, do it yeah. at, at no charge. I was like, oh, oh God. got to. looking out. <laughs> got to. Um, what was the question one more time? Um, where do you think oh, our God. generation is needed in, in Detroit the most? Truth be told, I think our generation will make a great turn in politics, and like because I think. We actually see the rationale behind a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, I think the people that raised us, like the, like the generation before us, don't really see rationale in a lot of decisions that they was making, bro. Yeah, they, and, just, yeah, they just did it very well. Um, yeah, impulsive. you know what I'm saying? And by us being more open-minded, I think that will allow us to create better laws for people, and especially people of color. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I think, you know, if you are a new generation, you know, you know, or a new, you know, uh, well, millennials, so to speak, you know, I think, you know, politics would be, you know, a good, because I don't really know that much about politics, but I think it'll Me be either. a great lane for somebody to be in in the city because, you know, more more of us get into those kind of roles and more of us get into those kind of positions and we get to change some stuff. Yeah. So, you know. I agree. I think with the um, the millennial age group, we're we're still... Young enough mm-hmm. to connect yeah. with the youth. Mm-hmm. We're adult enough to connect, connect with, with the, the older people. generation. So it's like we're at that perfect, you know, yeah, like, like, I never feel out of place when I'm around, like, teenagers for real. Like, yeah. I don't never, 
I don't know. Like, I don't ever really feel like, you know, like, oh, I'm Ronnie's young kids. I just be like, shit, they, <laughs> yeah. they, they having their phase. We had our phase, yeah. you know Plus, what I'm saying? They'd be all right. Our generation, we have a unique advantage because we grew up in both a time with and without the internet. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's different. It's different. It's like, very Because the kids now, they've never known <laughs> yeah, the what world it's like without the, the internet. internet. No. Like, can you try, can you imagine crazy. trying to explain to a kid what a phone book is? Man, what? Like, the white pages? I was just thinking about that today, like, because my daddy used to have me looking through the white pages okay, to like, find a plumber, dog. <laughs> I would be finding everything, like, Duh. Everything that we needed, I would man, be looking. The, the, man, like find a plumber. I'm like a plumber. <laughs> what? Like, what? Just, These kids would be like, I'm going to Google. Right. I wonder man. like how Siri. they how they would survive right. like during the blackout that we had. Oh, girl. First of all, yeah, I didn't realize that that was what 16 years ago. Yeah. That yeah. is absolutely absurd. That's crazy. But I don't like. I feel like if it were to happen right now. It'd be These over. kids would be like, I mean, yeah, adults do. too, what? because adults, adults have too, gotten so dependent on technology that yeah. I think I would take advantage of that time to be by myself. See, I mean, that happened at alone. a time where like technology wasn't really at its peak yet. Yeah. Like it yeah. wasn't really like yeah. social media wasn't really this big. You know, he, yeah. people got whole businesses now running off social media. Yeah, so, yeah. that's crazy. That crash so would down, destroy some people, dog. Like, like every time Instagram break. It's a, it's people a be up in arms. Oh, Instagram. Like, you know what I'm saying? But people get paid off that junk. So. I, I, yeah. I feel More power it. Tune, like shit. I feel it. So where do you see yourself in five years? And where do you see yourself at the end of your career? Five years just in terms of career-wise or just life-wise? Like, whatever. Whatever, whatever you um, want to share with Whatever floats your boat. <laughs> five years, man. I definitely see myself as being, you know, some sort of nurse. I don't know, you know, I don't know what in what area. I know I want to specialize in like ER. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know if you can specialize in ER nurse. But I definitely see myself being a nurse, um, you know, kind of in a hospital, of course. Or I see myself being a travel nurse. But I see myself being married, me and my lady. You know what I'm saying? A couple kids. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Turn um, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely see that. Ten years. Um, I definitely see me, you know, becoming probably rich within 10 years. Um, you know, I see myself taking, uh, just taking, just taking off. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't really explain it. Like, I just see me being great and I see me being big. And so if that don't happen, I'm going to at least be like the director of nursing or something by that time. I know that for a fact. Like, I know that if I become a nurse within the next two years, which is probably going to take that time. I can see myself being like a director of nursing or a head nurse within 10 years for sure. That's what's up. So if you were given, I thought, okay. I thought they said $10. I was like, what are you going to do with $10? If you were given $10 million, <laughs> what are the first three things that you would do? You would do. $10 million, what's the first thing I do? I got to get the student loans. Okay, there. listen. Whew. Period. I'm gonna have five dollars left after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't lie. Um. Still loans. What else I say? Dang. Ten million. You know how much cheese ten million. <laughs> I'm just sitting here thinking like, damn, that's ten million dollars. Like, and everything I'm about to say gonna sound so small at ten million dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like what? You need ten million for that? Um. I would for sure like lace my mama and my daddy for sure. Like yeah. wherever they need, you know what I'm saying? Number two for sure. 
And, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to think. What else? Do I want to get me together? <laughs> I'll probably put me last. I can't even lie. I'll probably put me last. I would probably, with the, like, with the, um, with the last part of my like ten million, I would probably help my sister get like a um like a gym or something. Cause like okay. she real like she really like into fitness and stuff like that. So I would like get her like a chain of gyms, like like LA Fitness or something. Hmm. And I like pay for those to get funded and you know get them started. Start investing. You a nice brother. brother. <laughs> well, I, I would help James. I would help my siblings. I feel like my brother would be like, girl. I'll lace her up. Jermaine, what you doing with your $10 million? All right. First thing, getting rid of this student loan debt because, baby. Hey, listen. Ooh, they struggle. Listen, they struggle. So and plus, me and Jermaine been in school forever in a day. Man. These niggas going to start coming <laughs> to my dough in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's number one. Um, <laughs> number two <laughs> would probably, of course, you know, making sure my parents are straight. Um my mom loves to travel, so send her. Just buy us a plane at, yeah, this, at point. this point. Yeah, like, this, her and my million. auntie, just hop on a plane. My daddy, he'd just be like, eh. yeah. Yeah, my daddy, I don't know what my daddy do with Timmy. Oh, Lord. I don't even want to know. Jermaine daddy throwing a party for sure. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be in that way tripping. He'd be turning <laughs> up. For I'm sure. He'd be in there um, And then the third thing, I would invest um, in a couple different avenues. Um, to a help my money grow, and then to invest in things that I've wanted to do um, that I haven't had the chance to do. So properties, um, yeah. organizations, businesses, people, um, that all that, sense. all that yeah. fun stuff. What you do? Um, Since you back in the bag out of questions, you thought you was about to get a right. <laughs> See, she she always be just like, say, "All right, I'm going." Sick, I just I just I, I just turned right to her. I wasn't <laughs> like, about to let her right, play. Exactly. You know, I need to get to pick up my phone. Exactly. No, 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 guys. Like that. Okay. Anyways, I would, um, my $10 million, I would do my student loans. They would be gone. Um, I would probably pay for college for my nieces mm-hmm. and my nephew. Damn, I didn't think about none of that. Yeah, yeah I'd uh, get them squared away. And I've always wanted to start like a scholarship foundation anyway, so I would, I would yeah. start that. Yeah. Um, honestly, I would do a lot of stuff for my church too, like, New building, whatever it is that we need at the time, I would uh, I, I would do that. Um, and then is that three? That, that was three. three. Turn up. That was Look three. at me. I made it. Nigga, we made it. Um, I forgot I was asking the questions. Girl, so, don't judge me. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Y'all know I'll be zoning out sometimes. Anyway, so this last question is um always interesting because people always uh. Get a little stumped on this one. Yeah. So, let me, let me, me look at my answer. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, stump. remember that you said that when I, when I asked this question. <laughs> so, if you could switch places with someone for one week, who would it be? Now, keep in mind, you get this person's problems. You get their money. You get everything that they have. You can pick somebody that has um, gone on to glory. Or you can pick somebody, you know, that's still alive today. Damn. Ooh. I just said I just Stumped. sat here and just said I ain't stumped. <laughs> dun dun dun. Okay, hold on. Damn. Reality set in quick, didn't it? Period. Yeah, didn't it? Damn. If I can meet anybody. For you said ten days? For a week. For a, For a week. week. Damn, that's hard to tell. <laughs> Who would I be though? Like 
I think it's usually like a pretty easy question until you realize how much you have to take on from that person. Dog. I got that's a hard ass question. Oh, I can't even be Kobe because my nigga got so much shit he done did. <laughs> Damn, hold on, who else? Can't be Michael Jordan because Cuz be he be on some trash. His lifetime was trash. <laughs> Damn, who else, man? Can't be Michael Vick. He didn't with the can't. I can't be like, what's up? Can't be AI, like, dog. You can be AI? No, man. You wasn't terrible. No, I'm trying to be. I'll be AI before I be Kobe. Hold on. If I can be anybody. No, I damn sure not him. Damn, man. (laughs) I would say, if I can be anybody for, you said for a week. A week. I'll be Brian, dog. Okay. I ain't gonna lie. And that's crazy because I don't even, I was never a LeBron fan. But like, just to experience the kind of like lifestyle that it is, you mm-hmm. feel me? To just be Brian. Brian is the biggest, damn near the biggest name in basketball. Yeah. So to just experience that, you know what I'm saying, for a week, you know what I'm saying? Like, Taco Tuesday <laughs> in that way. Like, we in there. <laughs> I'm sleep. Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesdays will never be the same after ever. that video. Uh-huh. Never. Uh, you know what I'm saying? It's got to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Okay, LeBron's a pretty good person. I think that's the first. I would have said Steph, but Aisha kind of corny. So, I, 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 oh, so is Steph. I'm going to my eyeballs out. <laughs> You ain't even gonna last a week. You know, right? I ain't gonna last an hour. Like, take me back to where I'm uh, from, please. Thank you. I cannot. I can't. Main dog, who you being this time? Kamora Lee Simmons, Ooh, the icon, a good the one, legend. Okay. Good Kamora Lee. I mean, the business smarts alone okay. yeah. is like okay. there. Then sis is just it's Kamora Lee. Yeah. Like, Damn, I like her. that's a good. Okay. I like her. Let me see. Who am I being mm-hmm. this time around? Um, if I could be anybody, I feel like I already kicked like all my. If I could have anything. <laughs> hey, what song? I'm putting it. <laughs> <laughs> Not I'm putting I on everything. Can not. Oh, if I had to be one person, I really don't know. I guess I had plenty of time to think, but I've we've answered it a lot. Yeah, we have answered We've this a lot. quite a few times. Now I feel like I've already picked. Probably so, everybody yeah. you're gonna pick. Um, you know what? I would be Crystal. I was. She was gonna be I my be first Crystal. answer, dog. She was gonna be my first answer, <laughs> but I'm like, nah. Yes, from the read. She was gonna be the my Reed first podcast. answer. Oh, I love Crystal. Yeah, Shout I would be Crystal Reed. just because. If I just had that freedom to just go be, off man. on people the way she be going off during the read, I would totally do it. Just in life. Just in life. Like, she literally gets money sitting there going off on people. Damn. So, I'm going yeah. to be Crystal. Business. I know, right? I'm going to be Crystal. I would say Kia Fury, but I'll That's save him crazy. for next time. Yes. I'll be him next time. Next time. No shade. All right. Wow. So... Ty, why don't you tell the people how they can get a hold of you? Right. Drop your social media handles. Drop the organizations, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. information, oh, yeah. all that fun stuff. Um, so you can definitely follow the the Peace Tree organization at Peace Tree Parks. 
Um, that's at our Instagram and Peace Space Tree Space Parks for our Facebook. I said that to say because if you put it in the other way, it probably won't probably won't pull up. Um, you know, we definitely got our website, Peace Tree Parks at peacetreeparks.org. Um, you can reach me at Tygo Crazy underscore. How many underscores even in my name? You know how you just got, you a, just, name. You just got a name. You don't know how many underscores you know. I think my name got two. This is like two underscores. Two underscores. Tygo Crazy. Um, and we do have an event August thirty first from ten to two. The address is thirty seven eighty one Fourteenth Street, Detroit, Michigan four eight two zero eight. Um, you will see a giant shipping container. You will see me out there with my giant. <laughs> uh, yeah, send us the information on. on that so we can post it. Yeah, yeah definitely, gotcha. definitely. Um, it's on the, it's on the page right now, but I definitely forward that to y'all, man. For sure, and, uh, it's gonna be a little chill event. Um, and I'm trying to think if you want to follow, you know, if you like, I said our email is Peachtree Parks. Um, was it Peachtree Parks at Gmail dot org? I mean dot com. And um, we pretty much. We pretty much easy to get in touch with if you send us a DM, or you can follow us on Twitter too uh, at Peachtree Parks. You can pretty much send us a DM, and I'm guarantee you we'll get right back with you. You know, we, you know, we always pretty much on there. So I'm not a, I'm not hard to get a hold. So if you're looking for E page, it's Kappa E. You know, but looking for Dre. I don't even Dre. If you listening to this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Dre, dog. Yeah, but anyway, I'm gonna leave Dre behind the scenes, man, because he don't want me to, you know, he Batman. <laughs> oh, he all want right. Me Batman. Well, we appreciate you for coming out and talking yes, with us, you great. know, nah, no getting problem, the people no. hip to Peachtree Parks and what y'all got going on. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, it's Thank a beautiful you. thing. We we love, that's what the show is about. We want to talk to black millennial entrepreneurs and yes. organizers in the city, getting their stories out, getting them heard. Definitely. All that fun stuff. Um, to find us, oh Lord, we do this every time, and I and neither one of us are ever ready. Okay, so Twitter is the New Kids <laughs> LLC, Instagram is the New Kids LLC. You can check out our yep. website at the New Kids Detroit. Find us on YouTube at the New Kids University. Am I am I forgetting Facebook anything? Oh yeah, I always forget Facebook. The New Kids LLC as yes. well. Check us out. Yeah. Come, you know, come stay with up. Drop. Oh, yeah. make sure you rate us on iTunes and, you know, check us out on Spotify. Yeah, give us some reviews hey. on stuff. Okay. Stitcher. Oh, yeah. one last thing, too. I mentioned that farmer's market earlier. Yeah. Um, I got the flyer in my hand, but it's uh the address is 14150 Woodrow Wilson. It's at the corner of Oakman Boulevard. And that's from, that's every Wednesday up until September 25th from 3 to 7. Okay. okay. So um, they got a live DJ, got vegan food. Turn up. Um, they take vegan food. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> if you heard that, that was All right. just thunder. See, I come. See, I come to the west side, and this this is how I get welcome. That's Ooh. crazy. Oh. By the rain. Ooh. But um. <laughs> But 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 they do take EBT there too. So hey, that's what's that's up. What's up. Um, yoga, you know. So yeah, y'all come on out, man. Be cool. Well, you heard it here. So that wraps it up for, for sure. the, Y'all this heard episode. That I'm so scared. I'm like, like we you like all right, because I almost passed out just now. Well, it's been real, y'all. Until next Peace. time. Thanks. 
Remember to like, share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. You're listening to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Join us October 24th through October 27th at the Andy Arts, 3000 Finkel Avenue, Detroit, Michigan, at the inaugural Detroit is Different Festival. The collage of sound, sight, taste, feel, and scent of Detroit from all walks of life. Join Piper Carter, Frida Sampson, Unicorns Are Real, Josh Adams, The New Kids, Group Text, Jennifer Crawford, Care Michigan, Audra Carson, My Natural Hair, Cornbread and Caviar, Kari Frazier, Sterling Tolls, Bodie James, and more artists. The Detroit is Different Festival provides you the rare opportunity to witness, experience, and familiarize yourself with the diverse subcultures that make Detroit different. Experience this all for 50 bucks. Visit www.detroitisdifferent.com and get your tickets today.